Welcome to Nude, where we strip back the layers of cultural conditioning, taboos and shame around sex, intimacy and relationships. I am so excited to share with you some of the knowledge and wisdom I've gained as a self-development enthusiast, exotic dancer, mother, dominatrix and polyamorous lover. If you're open-minded and ready to hear some real juicy and vulnerable conversations with some epic and fascinating people, then stay tuned and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to this episode of Nude. Today I am here with Ellie Wild and I'm very, very, very excited to have you here. (laughs) (laughs) Hi Ellie. Hi. Hi. Good to be here with you, Mercy. Yeah, welcome. Uh, I'm going to introduce Ellie to you if you don't know who she is. So Ellie Wild is a transformational coach, shaman, writer, and artist with over 20 years' experience living and exploring in the realms of conscious sexuality and relationship. She is known internationally for her unique approach, which is both vulnerable and deeply powerful, and her natural authenticity to support others in relaxing more into their own essence and expression. Over the years, Ellie has supported thousands of people through transformation, through one-on-one coaching, group retreats, and as a co-facilitator on international trainings with ISTA. For those that don't know ISTA, that is the International School of Temple Arts, Ellie was a co-founder of Eden Festival and helped to establish the ISTA community here in New Zealand. As a knowledge holder and teacher of the feminine mysteries, Ellie creates sacred space for women to connect with their intuitive knowledge, supporting the emergence of their inherent feminine essence, allowing for fuller expression of personal power, soul connection and sacred sexuality in relationship and in all aspects of life. And today I'm really excited to chat with you, Ellie, about yin sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because it's something that's really, really resonates deeply with my journey, particularly in the last year of understanding the way I interact sexually and intimately with partners and how much of my, the way I'm expressing myself is sometimes performance, is in quite a masculine way it's moving towards a goal it's a lot of squeezing and tensing and orgasm focused and um yeah like really realizing how much of that has been kind of conditioned over years of Mm. um porn Mm. and Mm. just yeah Mm. the whole way that we're taught to express ourselves sexually as women and Mm. when you told me about yin sexuality and yeah it just resonates so deeply with Mm -hmm. the journey that I'm on Mm -hmm. in understanding what I really need to experience the most pleasure and the most connection Mm -hmm. um, with my partners Mm -hmm. so yeah I'm really really excited to chat with you about yeah. this today. Yeah, I want to invite us both to take a deep breath on that because it's, it's such a common thing mm. and I feel like women, um, mm. not just women but the feminine in all of us is really, really thirsty for this. Mm. Um, and even, you know, the feminine in men's bodies, they can feel and sense us and when they're interacting with us and they feel that we're not there 100%, that we're performing or in Mm -hmm. some kind of um, kind of slightly dysregulated nervous system state that's trying to sort of create an experience that we think is what we should be doing. Mm. They they feel it and sense it too. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for heterosexual couples – I'm sure men like kind of have this feeling a lot of the time where they know that something's a little bit off, mm-hmm. but they're not sure what it is and they're not sure how to bring it up. And yeah, I know in my experience, the more I can open and soften it and surrender and be more in tune with this aspect of my nature that's very yin the more like relaxed my partners become as well. So mm. it's it's kind of like teamwork a lot of the time. So would you, um, for our listeners, kind of describe what you feel yin 
is or yeah or yin sexuality right. what is that to you so um if you think of yin as like uh, more something that's more wave like so we've got um yang expression is something that is more linear Mm-hmm. And yin is something that is more wave. So yang, a yang expression would be typically something that has a definitive start and end. And mm. when we think about sex, it's and sex is usually something quite linear. You know, we have a definitive start. There's some kind of excitement and stimulation and arousal, and it's going towards some kind of goal, which is usually orgasm or ejaculation. And yeah, as a start and a finish. Whereas with yin sexuality, we're focusing more on being able to stay in the present moment, mm. be able to relax into sensation and slow everything down so that you get more connected to both yourself and your partner. And when we do this, sex becomes more of a meditative process um, and and it becomes more wave-like. So there's not necessarily like a start and a finish to it. It just becomes more like a journey rather than getting to a destination, mm. you know, that you, you're just create an experience that could keep going on and on and on or it could start and stop again or you're you're more experiencing the moment and appreciating the journey with it Mm. yeah oh yes (laughs) I, I just feel it so much you know and and over the yeah over this last year that's what I've been moving towards and playing with and it's just a whole nother level Mm. of of intimate experience with someone when you relax into pleasure rather than move towards a goal. Mm -hmm. It's so, so different. Mm -hmm. Um, Why did you birth this, this kind of offering? What, what brought you to this point of, of wanting to create this for, for people? Well, I think I've got to this stage in my career and my journey where I really wanted to specialize on something. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of dabbled in lots of different kind of modalities within conscious sexuality and taught lots of different things and seen lots of different um, customers or I don't want to call them customers, clients. Clients, yeah. <laughs> they are customers. But, uh, and then I thought, who do I actually really love working with and who do I feel like I best suit? And mm. primarily it's women and women in relationship. Mm. Um, and what is the kind of thing that I've learnt over the years that I feel like is uh, something really important I think for Mm. our world Mm. Um, and so yeah I feel like in the world at the moment it's not and so it's not just to do with sex it's also to do with the world and the way we're living it feels like there needs to be more celebration of the more yin ways of being Mm. so it's um, it's about bringing balance back into humanity, into society, into relationships. Because with the yin sexuality, it's not saying that every time you need to have sex, it needs to be super yin and kind of it's about bringing the balance in. Mm. And if we've been mm-hmm. exploring sex in a very yang way, then it may be time to explore something that's really yin. Mm. And if you look at the yin and yang symbol, there's always a little bit of yang in the yin yin, Mm -hmm. and a little bit of yin in the yang. So by learning more about being more yin, which is basically being less goal-orientated, and there's four fundamental parts to yin sexuality that I can talk about that kind of simplifies it down really Mm -hmm. so that people can you know, be less confused around how to actually be sexual in this way. Mm -hmm. Yes, please do. Okay. Yep. (laughs) So um, the first part, which is really, really important, is about relaxation. So uh, we learn, often we learn that sex is about stimulation and excitement and that's what creates Mm -hmm. arousal. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's another pathway into arousal, which is actually through the doorway of relaxation. So when you're either with yourself or with a partner, instead of stimulating to become aroused, instead we focus on relaxing. So mm. 
say for instance you're with a partner it's really really beautiful to just have him hold his hand over your yoni or if you're with yourself and yoni for those of you don't know it is pussy um it's, it's just holding stillness uh at your genitals and and breathing into your body and just focusing on relaxing and just keep relaxing and keep relaxing and keep relaxing and deepening your breath is the next one and as you deepen your breath um you take a big deep inhale but then also on the exhale you want to allow a little sound on the exhale Mm. what that does is that starts to shift the gears in your nervous system so the nervous system then starts to drop into something which is a lot more down regulated Mm -hmm. which tells the body it's safe which tells the body you don't need to be on guard anymore or Mm -hmm. you don't need to do anything you can just be and then you can start to relax more and let go more and then the sound on the exhale just keeps facilitating that Mm -hmm. so you just keep breathing deeper keep letting go with the sound and then the next one is slowing everything down Mm. um and every time a lot yeah (laughs) like so much like first of all on that stillness yeah i i have been experimenting with with this and Mm. i have opened new i've Mm. opened new pathways to Mm. pleasure Mm. from moments of stillness Mm -hmm. where everything stops and i just feel and i'll get these shudders of Mm. pleasure that go Mm. through my body where Mm. it feels like something opens Mm -hmm. some new gateway opens Mm -hmm. and it's amazing that Mm. you know I had I had never allowed that kind of stillness. Mm-hmm. I had never allowed that kind of it really, you know, like this kind of sex that's just always moving, moving, yeah. moving, moving, building, yeah. building, building, building. And yeah. it might go on for a really long time and be yeah. very pleasurable and fun. But when you really like slow it right down and have either at the beginning or mm. all the way through during mm. you take these mm. breaks of stillness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like just mind blown mm-hmm. at how much you can open to pleasure mm-hmm. when you really slow down mm-hmm. and even stop and stop, yeah, and, and, and feel, pause, yeah. pause breathe, yeah. and then you know, and then again, like you said, the slowing down, like yeah, slow down, and then slow down, and some then more. some more, <laughs> and then some more, and yeah. like even now, I'm still yeah. still wanting more practice at slowing yeah. down and. Yeah. Yeah, it opens things up. But yeah. it also, the slowing down, I think it also opens doors to more vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? Because, yeah. like, when you're moving towards a goal, yeah, you kind of get in this space of, like, well, because you're moving towards a goal, it feels like there's less space for that vulnerable openness to really feel the things that might be coming up Yeah, when you're just, like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. So like yeah. <laughs> the, the slowing down allows us to drop more deeply into mm. the subconscious material that's kind of sitting beneath everything. Mm. And sexual energy has a very, very powerful way of kind of opening us up more. Mm. Uh, mm. And I don't know whether you like, even when you do the goal orientated sex, which is super fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Sometimes after has a orgasm, have you ever noticed you cry afterwards? Yes. Because like sexual energy has this beautiful, powerful way of, getting into the subconscious material and everything that's kind of beneath the surface Mm -hmm. of us um so when we start to tap more into the yin side of sexuality and slow everything down that's another way of getting into the Mm. deeper more subconscious material that things that we've just pushed down a little bit or things that aren't fully on the surface Mm. and you know when you think about it as a woman and in a female body, if you're in a heterosexual relationship or even if you're in a bisexual relationship and when you're the one that's being penetrated, you really want to see if you can be in your receptive energy mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me personally, in my kind of history, I was always too concerned with how the other person was doing, whether they mm-hmm. were still aroused whether they were still hard, mm-hmm. were they having a good time? Mm-hmm. And I was too focused on that and I wasn't focused enough on whether I was actually really enjoying it. And mm. this is when it comes to penetration. 
and what can I do to make my experience better? And they, mm-hmm. you know, they can take care of themselves. If they need something, they can ask for something different. Mm-hmm. But what I have found with focusing more on being receptive and slowing everything down and relaxing, because this whole thing starts opening up, like you're talking about, like with the vulnerability mm-hmm. and something more energetic starts opening and with the relaxation focusing on relaxation this kind of feeling of ecstasy starts to come through the body um which i don't know whether a lot of people have really experienced like true ecstasy during Mm. sex like maybe you've experienced arousal and pleasure but ecstasy Mm -hmm. has quite a different flavor to it and like when something's ecstatic it's like um it's super soothing as well as being pleasurable at the same mm. time. So it's kind of like bathing yourself in this really um, rejuvenating energy of sex. Mm. So it doesn't deplete you. And if anything, it kind of like restores all your, you know, f- like filling up your tank basically mm. through sex, which is kind of what we want to be doing with sex. We don't want to be you know, having sex in a way that's depleting our energy. We want mm-hmm. to actually be able to drink from this amazing experience that we can have and rejuvenate ourselves from it. And mm. I think exploring the yin side of sex is a really good way of doing that, of being rejuvenated and reinvigorated and um, regenerated, mm. all those beautiful things. So you were mentioning the four parts. Yeah. Um, can you go over those again? Because yeah. I think maybe we got a little bit distracted because yeah. I was just interjecting <laughs> so, with yeah, all my... So, yeah, I've kind of been concise. So, yeah. so the first one is slowing everything. No, sorry, the first one is relaxation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. focusing on relaxation rather than stimulation. Mm-hmm. And you could bring in a little bit of stimulation, but while you're doing that, focus on relaxation. Mm-hmm. So that's the mm-hmm. first one, number one. And then we want to deepen the breath. Mm. that's number two and allowing a sound on the exhale is really helpful too and then the next one is slowing everything down and then slow it down some more Mm -hmm. and see what opens up when Mm -hmm. that happens Uh, and there's many things that can open up through that it's like more ecstasy noticing more sensation being more aware of subtle energy connecting more to the subconscious that's you know everything that's happening beneath the surface And then when we do that, when we relax and we deepen the breath and we slow down, what happens is we actually get more connected to ourselves Mm. for a start. But then also it facilitates a deeper connection with the other person. Mm -hmm. So it's slowing down, deepening the breath, relaxation and connection. They're Mm. the four things that really facilitate what I kind of call yin sexuality. Mm Mm-hmm. And are you finding like, because what I'm finding in speaking with a lot of women about sex is that in a way we as women really, or the ones that are receiving and being penetrated, we really need to kind of take this work upon ourselves so that we can express to our partners what we need. Mm -hmm. Because if you're having sex with men, um, unfortunately they're mostly unaware of what it's not going to come from them. No. And it, and this is the thing I feel Mm. like we've been taught as women. And I know myself growing up when I was, when I was having sex with men um, as it like, teenager early 20s like it was just this kind of like like we want to lie back and receive and so we kind of just hope that they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. but they have Mm -hmm. no idea what we actually need what our bodies really need and it's really like we're the ones that need to do the work to feel into what our bodies really need and be sure so we can express that to 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 our lovers yeah, it's not going to come from it's not going to really come from men because actually their bodies are designed for a more yang style of mm-hmm. sex and that's mm-hmm. probably for most men that's a comfortable kind of yep. like route for them. Yep. Um not but they can really really enjoy in sexuality as well. Mm. Um what I've found with the energetics of it is even with less stimulation 
Um, because there's this amazing kind of like magnetic thing that we have in us called polarity, when we go super into our yin side, mm. actually draws out this um, the, the opposite pole in men. And even with less stimulation, they can still feel in, an incredible amount of sensation mm-hmm. in their cocks because because of this magnetic thing and it's 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 really mystical almost Mm. so something else comes in and I I kind of when when I'm having sex like this with my partner it's almost like a feeling of like the goddess is here Mm. and you know my body's opening up more it's it's kind of everything is sort of coming online more like Mm -hmm. my heart might be opening my my pussy might be opening more and 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 then something starts coming alive in them more mm. in response to that so it's just a diff it's a different way of doing sex which trusts the the energetic more than the physical mm. um, and even with less kind of uh idea of what's really going on and technique and method like yeah by 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 trusting in the body's natural wisdom, yeah, we just start to create new experiences that you maybe have never had before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kind of follow that rather than follow what you always know. Mm. Yes. You know, that, that, and it happens a lot with couples, like when I press here and when I rub there, yeah. this usually mm-hmm. happens and then we, we do this and then we do that and mm-hmm. sex can become very, very patterned. So yeah. mm-hmm. this way of being sexual also it's like stepping into the unknown and taking us into territories that we maybe have never discovered before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it can be, for, especially for couples that have been together a long time, mm. they can start to like really go, Oh my God, like I've, this is new. There's we, so much more yeah, than we ever thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're not taught this stuff. So no. there's no shame in it. It's like, you know, of course you've only ever had that kind of sex because nobody teaches us this stuff. We're not taught yeah. anywhere about what we need for pleasure as women. Mm. There's just, where is it? Like, it's not in our sex education at no. school. That's for sure. No. That's mostly um, discussions around um STIs and safer sex there's yeah. n- there's no discussions of pleasure there and you know if are the women in our lives as we grow up aren't talking to us about pleasure which there almost never are you know like no. where are we getting this yeah. information yeah. and i know i you know i talk to a lot of young women at the club and you know talking about sex is one of my favorite things so i get into a lot of discussions and what i'm hearing so often is these women with so much sexual energy Mm. so like you know they've got all this beautiful sensual sexual energy Mm. that they want to express Mm. but they're just ending up with these guys that just do things to them and finish and that's their experience they're often not having orgasms they're not having the experience that experiences that they want, but they're not having the the self knowledge yeah. or the fluency in yeah. insects to even you know to even express what they need. Yeah. I read this article recently that was about sexual fluency and how these current discussions we're having around consent mm. are just like the most basic of basic. <laughs> yeah. And and just getting consent from a partner before you have sex yeah. is so <laughs> not enough yeah. to have a, a, an entirely consensual experience that is also pleasurable. Yeah. Because we're ne- also needing to get consent throughout the experience, yeah. and then we're also needing enough connection yeah. with what our needs are yeah. to express how, so that we can actually feel pleasure. Mm-hmm. So, like, one thing that I'm really starting to see that's needed is, like, before we can even go into a sexual experience and and ask for what we need, we need a certain level of, like, embodiment mm-hmm. to feel mm-hmm. what we need. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of women, myself, I know is included in this, have numbed out a lot and kind of disassociated and Mm -hmm. i mean for me my main way of have of experiencing pleasure for a long time was using a vibrator Mm -hmm. 
which is just such a masculine tool. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> and it de- desensitizes yeah. us from the more subtle yeah. feelings and sensations. Yeah, but for a lot of us to, and I feel like a lot of the reason I used a vibrator during sex was because it helped me have the type of sex that men seemed to seem to want, which was yeah. this yang. Um, you know, build, 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 release, yeah. build, 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 release kind yeah. of sex. Yeah. And a vibrator enabled me to um, assimilate with that yeah. almost and yeah, have that totally. type of sex. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it meant that I would at least still be getting a lot of pleasure and yeah. enjoying, enjoying it. Yeah. But to go this route of like, oh, no, actually, can we go a completely different Yeah path yeah and like your what you're talking about with what you're offering is this like relaxing into arousal yeah it's so different yeah it's <laughs> like very it blows very, my mind it's a different pathway and and i think you know the type of sex you're talking about is the type of sex that most of us know and yeah. it's the common narrative around what sex actually is and we think of sex as being about excitement and intensity mm-hmm. and arousal and mm. building and building and building energy and then this powerful beautiful release of orgasm Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what it is and that's good sex and that is sometimes really good sex and it is really exciting and it is really fun but it's not the whole story no and it's just half of the equation and it just makes me really sad when I kind of think that that is what is out there is that's kind of almost like in some even in the sexual empowerment movement that's like kind of you know with what happened in the 60s and 70s around the clitoris for women is like mm. that was great but it's still only half the side of the story yeah. like and i'm i'm glad that women had that liberation and they had that empowerment but now what we need to do is to actually go deeper into our intuition and our felt experience and start learning about the power of of ecstasy through relaxation mm. because it it's a different type of intensity mm. but oh my god like it's oh, yeah. it's mm. still just as pleasurable and intense yep. and um it, but it's kind of more inward rather than being more outward mm-hmm. in yang so mm. and i just think that we kind of we we kind of need just need to educate men around this is this is the difference between having a male or a female body and this is you know we've got very different hormones Mm. we've we're just different you know yep yeah and that's it isn't it it's like if you want to have sex with a you know yoni configured human being yeah (laughs) like we need a very different type of sex if we're going to experience the level of pleasure and intimacy and connection that is possible yeah and yeah like you say we need we need the balance and like with this the way you know the clitoris kind of empowerment but we use the clitoris like a dick almost you know we're like jacking it off yeah yeah and it's i mean it's still possible to through stimulation and that to have orgasms and to have pleasure and it can be fun but it's just don't stop there yes yeah also you know you know if you've become very clit addicted then mm-hmm. explore what it feels like to only just graze over the clitoris mm. and get more connected to the nerve endings that are inside your mm-hmm. yoni and and the only way that you can do that is by not relying so much on the clitoris yep. and to mm-hmm. awaken other neural pathways to, mm-hmm. you know in the brain through stimulation of other parts of the yoni and yep. um I mean, it's it's kind of pretty common knowledge now. I think a, a lot of people are starting to talk about exactly how long it takes to mm. for a woman's sexual energy to peak. Yep. Um, I think men's is traditionally 10 minutes or something. Yep. And a woman's is 40 minutes. 40, 40 45 minutes. Yep. Uh, which, you know, that's, an, again, another reason to slow everything down and to relax and breathe and take mm-hmm. the space and take the time and... You know, it does confront a lot of the time. It confronts our self worth because it's like, a oh part of yes, you, part of you comes up. It's like, am I worth this much? Am I worth this much time? Time and attention. Yeah, absolutely, that's and huge. Do, can I take up this much space? Yes. 
That is huge. And can I make my needs as important as this? Mm -hmm. And can I really like... Um, you know, even if I know it's not exactly what you might be wanting right now, can I do it anyway? Right. Because I need it. Because this is also, this is experiences for me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we've, I think as women, even now we have got so used to deferring to what we think pleases our partner. Absolutely. Yeah. And yep. yeah, we can get pleasure through that. And yeah, we can then sync with their energies and still have orgasms. Mm-hmm. But can we also sometimes go, no, I want you to sync with me. Yes. I want you to drop into this current. Yes. I want you to come and swim in my waters for oh. a bit. And I want to invite you, into, <laughs> invite you into a different realm yes. of sexuality. Yep. And, that, and I'm going to invite you in and, you know, that – the pussy actually, well, I think when it's penetrated, it should be an invitation. It should suck in whatever's mm. going into it. Like mm-hmm. there's been too much pokey, pokey, pokey. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> We've got to stop poking. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah, the, the pussy should, when it's open and it's ready, it invites. It does, yeah. Invites, you know, whatever's going into it. It invites it in. It sucks it in. Yeah. And we need to educate women we need to affirm to each other as women that mm. we need to wait until that is happening yeah we just mm. got to stop allowing ourselves to be poked yeah oh 100 percent. <laughs> it's such a thing it really is and and oh yeah i'm just i'm so excited for women for you know yeah for any women but like i i spend a lot of time around young women because yeah. at work um, the majority of the women that I work with are in their twenties mm. and, uh, yeah. And I just hear from them that they're having this type of sex and they're, and I just want so much for them to feel empowered enough mm-hmm. to say, how about we just slow it all down for an hour mm-hmm. and, and yeah. And you sync with me. I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. Be- yeah. How you ex- describe that, because that's exactly what it feels like I've done for a lot of my mm-hmm. life is mm-hmm. I have found a way to yeah. sync with the way men want to have sex with mm-hmm. me. And I've found a way to make it pleasurable yeah. for me. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Like that's a level of empowerment. I, yeah. I've, I've found a way to communicate my needs, to take up enough space yeah. so that I can still experience pleasure, have mm-hmm. orgasms. And that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, like that's just like level one. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's this next? Is level, you know? This is level two. And yeah. ultimately, I mean, for guys listening to this, like it, it's such a gift for you too mm. because when you are invited into that space with a woman and she begins to really open up to you in a way that you've never experienced before, like every – thing in you will stand to attention to that mm. like it's something very it, it's very very pleasurable for men too like ultimately yeah. a lot of men what they really long for is to mm-hmm. see a woman in ecstasy and surrender Absolutely. And this is the root yes to it. yes and it's f- not about poking no something big into her until oh, she no um, <laughs> i mean it's, it's not the size of your dick it's not, oh no um how hard you can bang her oh no it's <laughs> It's really not. It's how much you can be there while mm. she while she opens, opens, while she opens. Yes. Like if I like it sounds corny and a bit love and light, but like women are like flowers. Yeah. And when when you look at flowers and the way they open in the sunlight and you know roses, you know, you can't pull the petals open. No. Do you can't they they fall off. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that is what happens to us if if we don't really allow the feminine in us or the pussy to open in its own time, and we try and prize the petals open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the petals just start falling off. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, totally. And and what I do hear a lot from men is that, like you just said, ultimately what they want is for us to trust them yeah. enough yeah. so that they so that we can experience that level of pleasure. Yeah. But it does require deep presence yeah. from them and a huge amount of slowing down. Yeah. And and like what I've realized in you know what I've been 
experimenting with is this complete difference between make like uh, making pleasure happen in my mm. body. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I have clitoral orgasms reasonably easily. Mm. So as soon as I feel that coming along, I can make it happen. Mm. Great. Mm. But that's so so different to opening to more pleasure. Yeah. And for that to happen, I need a a deep level of safety and mm. trust that the person I'm with can hold that. Yeah. And if as soon as I start to open, they come, or as soon yeah. as I start to open, they fuck me harder or, mm. you know, like mm. it's this patience, right? Yeah. A lot of patience is needed to allow the, the feminine energy to open and open and open it requires a lot of presence from the other partner and a lot of um awareness and holding of that yeah and being okay with being asked to pause a moment and slow down yeah um i find that word pause really really powerful because sometimes i know that i get like an uh, something feels like it's there. It's like an mm. intuition, and I go, "Can you just pause a minute?" And when they stop um, doing whatever they're doing, whether it's moving their hand or penetrating with a cock, if they just hold still, then it gives an opportunity for whatever's happening to open to up. Open up, yeah. And then whatever's energy moving through, or emotion, or pleasure, or whatever, mm-hmm. can kind of do its thing. Mm-hmm. And and then you can get back in the slipstream again because I don't know whether you've had this experience, but I feel like it's sometimes like we're swimming in the river of sex mm. and we're in the river of it. And then occasionally it's like you'll pop out of the river and you're sort of doing sex again mm. and it becomes like an act. And mm-hmm. then just catching that moment, it's like, oh, just we've just been doing, yep. doing sex again. And then if you can pause and breathe together yes reconnect Mm -hmm. um and this is especially true of intercourse i think yeah and penetrative sex like both people can just go into a pattern of being more mechanical absolutely yeah hang on a minute what's happened we've hopped out the river let's get back in the river again let's breathe let's look at one another in the eyes let's slow down let's stop trying to get somewhere oh yes (laughs) i yeah definitely and and you know what you said earlier about kind of clit addiction, I definitely have had this kind of clitoral addiction and orgasm addiction, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and something that, yeah, that's what I've been doing over this last year is experimenting how other ways I can have sex. And just the other night, um, Davin and I had this experience where we were doing a lot of massaging each other during Mm -hmm. like oral or, yeah, I think it was a lot, a long time spent doing oral sex and a lot of massaging and pressing and mm. relaxing this whole area around the hips and the mm. groin and mm. all these muscles in there that are like get super tight. And that made a huge difference because it, as soon as I start feeling like we're on a path and we need to go somewhere, yeah. things start to get a bit tight again. And I start to, like you just said, like pop out a little bit and it becomes a bit mechanical and mm-hmm. we're on a, on a mission. Mm. And I, and I, um, and that did happen for a little while. And then we, we got back into it again and got back into the flow of, yeah, that's right. We're not, we don't actually need to be anywhere. (laughs) We're not trying to get somewhere. We don't need to get anywhere. We can just enjoy and slow down. And, and yeah, like that, that really made a huge difference. And taking some of the focus off of the genitals can Mm. really help with that. Like a lot of touch and massage on the rest of the body mm-hmm. to relax mm-hmm. and remember that it's ultimately about pleasure body, yeah. and intimacy and yeah. connection it's not about rubbing our genitals until we come my <laughs> 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 <Bad> monkeys <laughs> yeah it honestly does get that way and and it and it still does yeah. you know like and i'm still working on it because i've had so much of my life just you know mostly focused on on that yeah um, and yeah. sometimes you do just want a fun quickie and you can't totally. with the whole slowing down and everything. And Absolutely. It's not about being shaming that no, no, no. part of us, but just to know that if we keep doing that, we're not actually going to change anything yep. in our experience and we're not going to create those new experiences or new neural pathways in our brains. And that's it, isn't it, with, the, yeah. with like you create new 
pathways for mm-hmm. pleasure when mm-hmm. you do different things yeah. and when you slow down and experiment. Yeah. But when you keep doing the same thing, it just deepens and deepens and deepens and that becomes one some of the only way you can experience. Yeah. It becomes addictive yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes that's addictive. Really, really common in sex. We yeah. become very patterned. Yeah. And you know, in masturbation or yeah, you know, totally. it's like one particular type of move and it's been ingrained and ingrained over years. And yeah. Yeah, if you're not careful, that just becomes the only way to yeah. experience yeah. Um, real pleasure. Yep. So, yeah, we have to unhook ourselves. And that, that's why it can be quite helpful to stop um, focusing too much on the clitoris for a while. Because yeah. Because it, it is a very sensitive part of our uh, pussy. So it can yeah. experience a lot of pleasure. But if we're not careful, it can sort of start to override everything else. Yep. Um, and I really highly recommend um, seeing someone, seeing a professional, someone like yourself, you know, someone who has been in this realm working with this, this, you know, the stuff. Nerding out. On yeah, it. being being a sex nerd, being a relationship pleasure yeah. nerd. Because yeah. honestly, like it is, yeah. That that's where a lot of my kind of breakthroughs have mm. have come from seeing mm. sexological body workers, mm. from doing this type of work. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I think like it will just fast track yeah. your kind of understanding of of how to get to where you want to go. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah, really really helpful. What are some of the most common difficulties challenges you hear from your clients you're working you said with mostly women and women in relationships yeah women in relationships is the most common client that I have and the most common thing that I have is the couple still has a lot of love and commitment Mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily feeling the passion anymore yeah and they've tended to prioritize other people or other parts of their lives um, mm. and the sex and intimacy has just kind of got a bit dull or a mm. little bit boring. Or the other thing that can happen is they just go off having sex all together mm-hmm. um, and then one of them maybe will have an affair or yep. one of them will just be really unhappy. Yep. Um, and usually like nine times out of ten it is actually the woman that doesn't want to have the sex anymore mm-hmm. or mm. has kind of lost the impetus to want to initiate sex let's mm-hmm. say so yeah. and you know i really do think it's because of this imbalance in our sexuality yeah. that the style of sex that we're taught to have is is very is designed not, for male bodies yes yeah, it's just not satisfying it's to us so we're just like feeling long term yeah yeah if it's not satisfying and fulfilling once the, the passion kind yeah. of naturally the honeymoon period kind yeah. of naturally yeah. always will end yeah and then what's left if you're not having this really fulfilling and satisfying sex for you then yeah why bother keep doing it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean I think, I think for a lot of women if the sex they were having was very replenishing for them mm-hmm. and they really felt rejuvenated and fed by it mm-hmm then they would want it. They more. would keep find ways to keep doing it. Yeah. That's it. Even yeah. if it, you know, it means creating a day every yeah. week for two or three hours because they need that long mm-hmm. to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, twice a week for an hour and a half or something and yep. actually booking it. I mean, that's what I do with clients as I get them to book, schedule book in, in because me, people have kids and yep. jobs and, yeah, you know, everything else tends to take priority if you're not careful. You really do need that amount of time as mm-hmm. a woman. I know I do, you know, two hours. Yeah. Like yeah. at least two hours from start to finish is probably a minimum for me mm-hmm. because I don't – as soon as I feel rushed, it yeah. it's over pretty it much. It shuts down. shuts me yeah. down and, you know, I might be able to force out an orgasm but <laughs> – like, you know, it's not ultimately satisfying it's not conducive and fulfilling. to really opening the female no. body up. And, no. you know, sometimes we need to lie together with our partner and, and just breathe together yeah. for 20 minutes. Totally. And let the body relax. And Be naked next to, to each other. Yeah. If you've only got half an hour at 11 o'clock at night, you no. need to go to sleep. It's just not really going to no. happen. No. You'll probably just fall asleep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So... Yeah, so that's what you're feeling most most common is women women are kind of just going off. Yeah. 
going off sex. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you finding the challenges are for the men in these relationships? Where are they at? Well, I think a lot of the time with the men, from what I've seen of working with them, there's like they actually really want to show up and they mm. really want to they really want to do things differently and they are quite happy to let go of a goal orientated approach. If it means that they're going to have real intimacy and connection with Mm. their partners and they're really actually really wanting to jump on board with it. I think the thing that um, is difficult for men is, is maybe that they have to get used to a different level of arousal. So, Mm. um, and maybe there's a part of them that's kind of slightly addicted to a more yang, yang expression. Yep. Um, so it's just working with being able to be satisfied with, you know, sometimes maybe not ejaculating mm-hmm. or sometimes an experience isn't uh, as intense as you might have mm. thought would be exciting. And to reframe the sexual experience, like it, a good sexual experience is about both people being in their truth and the naturalness mm-hmm. of sex. And if it doesn't res- result in orgasm, not sort of making out that that's any less than an experience that ends in orgasm or ejaculation mm. and being okay with that. And and if if the met like because what happens a lot of the time is the woman's bodies are so hungering for yin sex mm-hmm. that they they have like a more of a thirst for that so everything has to go really yin for a while right yeah and maybe Before even quite non non sexual even for a while mm-hmm. yes um, and then might feel like the man is being really forgotten and mm. missed out so. What I say to couples is, you know, penetration isn't the only way of exploring sex, you know, and if there's a yang expression that wants to come out of a man, there's plenty of ways to allow him to be in that and to, Mm -hmm. you know, hand sex and oral sex or witnessing him masturbating or, you know, there's, you don't have to have intercourse to have sex. Like we've got to get rid of that idea as well. Yeah. I mean, that's all we're ever really shown a lot of the time, film, mm-hmm. porn, you know. It's mm-hmm. like Intercourse it's like it. 30 <laughs> seconds of oral and then... If we like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So women might receive like a few licks and the men might get a good solid 15, 20-minute blowjob mm-hmm. and then intercourse. Yeah. And that's it. And yeah, yeah when you... <laughs> when you have sex when you're younger and or with men that have sex that way, that's that's... If you're lucky, that's what you get, which yeah. is just not enough. <laughs> it's not. And, and and in mainstream TV, like I'm appalled I yeah. mean, at how quickly it's like rip her knickers off, don't even take the clothes off and just ram just it in ram there, it straight in. away. Yeah. And that's kind of like normal TV yeah. viewing is that's yeah. what sex is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, we, you know, we also have to look at, you know, what is sex? Um, is it just intercourse and why mm. is there a hierarchy of sex? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it starts at kissing and then it goes to hand sex and then it goes to oral and then it goes to intercourse and it always goes that way, mm-hmm. it's like we've made this hierarchy of sex and yep. somehow intercourse is the goal to get to. And once we get to intercourse, we've got to stay there and you've got to dismantle all of that Absolutely. as well. Because why yeah. can't you just, you know, have beautiful hand sex and it'd yeah. be just as good as yep. intercourse or if you're in the middle of intercourse and you want to go back to kissing mm-hmm. and leave penetration for a bit like that is totally okay yep yeah definitely and that's being more in the wave of sex and more in its cyclical nature mm-hmm. we don't have to get to intercourse and stay there that's just yeah. being in the more linear expression yep. of it yeah yeah no I- totally agree oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's funny because um you know I want so much you know for women for women to hear this and to to help women with this and I also want I want men to hear it too like at the club I talk to men about this all the time and it was quite recent that I 
there's just these young guys, you know, they're probably 19, 20. And I just said to them, I was like, you know, because I don't know, they made some comment. And I said, you know, that most of the time it takes women 45 minutes to even become fully aroused. And they just, their jaws just dropped open. Yeah. Like, like, oh dear. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like they're, it's not common knowledge. Yeah. Like I wish it was, but yeah. it's not not for not for young men. No. And so, yeah, we really have to, yeah, like what you said earlier about, you know, it confronts your self worth. Do yeah. you actually feel worthy enough of saying, "I need this much time"? Yeah, I and that's what I need. Space. Otherwise, sex is. Yeah. Is not really going to be that yeah. fun for me. I mean, I still need confirmation for that sometimes. And oh, I've yeah. I've been working this way, just like I'll, I'll say, you know, things like, is this okay that I'm taking this much time? Mm. Or mm-hmm. is this okay with you? I need to. I need to hear that it's okay to take yeah. up this much space yep. and time and getting that affirmation that it's actually okay is super yes. healing. And yes. then, you know, the body relaxes more and, and you're able to really drop in to these deeper states of arousal that have more of a vibration of ecstasy with them yes. rather than arousal that comes through sort of stimulation, which is more, yeah, it's just such a different vibe. It's quite hard. Sometimes I find it really hard to find the words for it, but I I hope it's kind of coming across. It's a different yeah. type of arousal that happens yeah. through the body. Hey, yeah, it is. It's it, it's it's very different, and it's interesting that I what I found recently is I once I get to a level of arousal. See, I wouldn't normally let myself get there because as soon as I would feel the orgasm coming, mm. I would I would cling to it and bring it out and mm. have and have an orgasm. Mm. But I've been playing a lot more with. Um, kind of edging in mm. a way and mm. feeling it feeling it there and then letting it go and then mm. feeling it there and then letting it go and it really does bring you into the state of ecstasy like mm. you were saying earlier mm. and it's it's yeah it's so much more pleasurable mm. and and it's it, and I kind of stay at this level of arousal and I could stay there for a long a mm. long time mm. and then when I do eventually have an orgasm it's far more beautiful, powerful, and I can often have multiple orgasms that way. Mm. Whereas mm. when I cling to that initial feeling of like pleasure and yeah. have an orgasm, it's, you know, it might be nice, but it's reasonably short, mm. short lived. Mm. Um, what was it that I wanted to mention when we were talking about that was, Oh, what I wanted to say was like, so for men, I think for any men listening, one thing that I, and I think a lot of women would love to hear is things like, I'm not in a rush. We mm. have as lo- we have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. We have so much time. Relax. There's no end goal. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not on a mission to get anywhere. Let's you know, like yeah. actually hearing these words like you just said. I'm really enjoying seeing you in pleasure and you yes. deserve this pleasure and Yes. Um just receive you mm. can you can just receive right now you yeah. don't need to do anything else but receive right now yeah. hearing those sorts of Super words arousing. is a huge <laughs> turn on and yeah. massively re- like relaxing yeah. and, then, and that will that will open her <laughs> yeah you know yeah, it does and i think also it's worth mentioning um for the female listeners out here to just understand men's bodies a bit better and how hard it is for them and to kind of take your hat off to the men that are trying this new way of being mm. sexual because uh, the, the the way I like to – well, when I first learned this, I really had a huge respect for men is if you think about your clitoris because um, in the womb the baby's clitoris is uh, – well, the embryo actually – they start off the same, the genitals, and the clitoris is what grows into the cock. So if you think about, imagine what it's like to have a cock. It's like having a giant clitoris, basically. Mm. And then if you think about the time of the month when you're ovulating, Mm -hmm. that's when your testosterone peaks. And so if you think about what it's like when you have that middle of the month when you're horny, and your clitoris is really massive. Like that's kind of what it's like to have a cock. 
Yeah, um, all the time. Imagine walking around <laughs> with that energy all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then being, and then trying to synergize with a woman's energy mm. and holding that and hold. still. Yeah, and not just let it all out immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. to be responsible with that energy yeah. and to learn to like learn to let it sort of deplete and arise and Mm. you know it's super it's super vulnerable for men too absolutely and it takes a lot of practice and presence and yeah to to be able to and I can feel it when I'm Mm. when I'm having sex with Mm. with David how much presence is needed for him to not ejaculate yeah to not just let it all go in 10 minutes because he absolutely could (laughs) you know it it really is like five to ten minutes and an orgasm is right there so to really breathe and have enough presence and awareness to slow it down and ease off and Yeah. yeah it's 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 definitely not easy i can see that i can and i can feel it yeah and um, definitely a lot of respect to men that are practicing, yeah, uh, yeah, non-ejaculation or just having cho- choice. Yeah, having choice. Practicing the choice yeah. around when yeah. they ejaculate. Yeah. yeah, and think that's huge. And becoming more masterful with it, yes. so that they yeah. they actually get really connected to when they're getting close. Yes. Yeah. So then mm. they know how far they can go into yep. a sexual experience before they need to back off yep. and learning where their edge is. Um, and yeah, being having mastery over that, and yeah, lots of respect to, to men that are doing that because yeah. actually, especially when it comes to intercourse, if a man can't do that, then a woman can't actually really fully drop into no. pleasure. So. You can't open when you, and yeah, absolutely, I feel that when David and I are having sex, and I can feel that he's really close to coming. I can't really open. Mm because Mm. I want it to continue so like you have to have a lot of trust in in the man that you can open and when you open he can still uh stay in his center and not let it all go yeah and that takes a lot of practice yeah it just does there's a a lot of practice a lot of which you could do on alone right self-pleasuring that's the best way to do it definitely yeah but then, of course, you're still going to have to do a lot of practice with a partner. Yeah. But a lot of men and how they are in bed with a, another person is very shaped by how they self-pleasure or yes. masturbate. So yep. if you're wanting to extend your experience in, you know, when you're with a woman, you need to look at what your masturbation habits are. And if you're jerking off really quickly and coming mm-hmm. really quickly, mm-hmm. you're not really helping. No situation when you're in bed with a woman so yeah the place to start for most men is to learn how to edge and to Mm. learn how to expand your sexual experience to a longer one and how to breathe the energy through your body yes yeah and um how to get less goal orientated during uh self-pleasuring so maybe even only self-pleasuring to 60 percent and even god forbid it like leaving it there sometimes yeah, which not takes, always finishing with which an ejaculation. Takes incredible discipline to yep, start off with, it does. but once you start to um, get used to it, and and the energy stays in your body, and you start to experience that sexual energy being throughout your body all day, mm-hmm. uh, and you start to feel more what's called multi-orgasmic, then you know it starts to really pay off because you start yep. to feel a lot more energized and alive and. Mm. Um, not so genital focused during sex yes so, yeah it has a has a winning mm. um bonus to it if you put the effort yep. in and it's sim- similar for women right self-pleasure having mm-hmm. a self-pleasure practice yeah. because a lot of women myself included masturbate like men yeah. in that really yeah short <laughs> when we've yeah. got especially with vibrators you yeah. know because vibrators allow that yeah. you know with my vibrator i can have like up to 10 orgasms uh-huh. it's like that's really fucking hard <laughs> to put that down. <laughs> and first of all, just not even use it because I think over I think overall they numb you. Yeah. And it's just more stimulation than you need. Yeah. And I do think that, yeah, like they're they're very addictive. So I kind of like have some 
you know, I do have a lot of empathy for how mm. difficult it can mm. be to mm. um, let go of that way of mm-hmm. self-pleasuring. And, mm. But, you know, even if you're not using a vibrator, as as women, we can really still self-pleasure in this way of mm-hmm. slowing down and edging ourselves and feeling into that. Yeah, that, and, it, that and exploring way. the breath, like self-pleasuring with using this down-regulated breath, which is basically a deep inhale and then a longer exhale with a mm-hmm. sound on the out, you know, that actually feeling how good that feels for mm-hmm. your body mm-hmm. and then introducing some touch that feels nice that's not goal orientated um and feeding your body that way Mm. and feeling you know you can feel so nourished by it and you don't even want an orgasm at the end of it you just feel satiated and Mm. fed and nourished and actually giving ourselves those experiences Mm. and seeing that you don't actually need it from another you can give it to yourself Mm is super empowering you know yep. you know you can take yourself to those places of yep. like it's more subtle kind of ecstasy yep. so it's not the same in my experience but um i think that's another thing that we need to do is like reframe how we look at arousal and pleasure mm-hmm. and stop prioritizing the high stimulation high intensity yep. pleasure states yeah and actually start to see how powerful these more subtle but equally as intense and powerful but just in a different way yeah yeah. yeah, maybe there's not as many kind of screams coming out of you maybe it's right. more kind of mm-hmm. like expanding into like your body still wants to gasp and groan, but it just feels more. It's not. So, it's, it's like less. Ah, 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 yeah, and, and more like. Ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah, and you don't need to just prioritize the. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know the, those other groans are just as pleasurable yeah. and just yeah. as you know. Actually, you know, for my body at the moment, I actually feel like it's more pleasurable yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely. that might be that I've just spent a bit too much time in yang energy, yeah. and I'm also fifty, and I'm going yeah. through menopause, so my body is changing, yeah. and I'm really wanting and needing that more mm. rejuvenative style of sex. Mm. Like it just feels like it's like I, my body just wants to drink it in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean that that's uh, I could talk about this forever. I don't know how long we've been talking, but we'll wrap up pretty soon, yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean that's another client of mine that I really love working with is um perimenopausal or menopausal women mm. who kind of have been told by the medical industry that they're, you know, everything's drying up and oh, yeah. That's a myth. Yeah, that's bullshit. an absolute myth like when you can really tap into the inside of your sexuality. There's no there's no drying up happening there. Yep. Yep. What's happened is you've just dried up in the yang expression. There's been too much of that. Yes, yeah. And it's an opportunity to to experience pleasure through stillness. I mean, the thinning of the vaginal walls that happens, it, it's more noticeable when there's more friction. Mm-hmm. So once you start to be uh, more still during sex, um, and then that pleasure starts happening there and the natural lubrication that happens through arousal that way, it's mm-hmm. like you don't even you don't even notice yep. that the that the thinning is happening and you know, I just think that it's another symptom of how, you know, we just haven't learned around no. enough around yin sexuality no. and why women's yeah. bodies need that so much. Yeah, I'm, i I totally agree. I've noticed it even even though I'm not, you know, getting towards menopause yet i noticed after giving birth that um there was probably some trauma around mm. that and i'd say a lot of Arionis have experienced some level of trauma whether mm. it be through birth or just having really bad sex um for a long time <laughs> yeah. um, and all the things that that happened to us and i found it was more challenging to get wet for for a long time mm. and I'm now experiencing that when I'm having this type of sex that we're mm-hmm. discussing that it's yeah there's no issue yeah. but that it does take about 40 minutes mm-hmm. before my yoni really like 
really yeah. gets juicy and mm. wet and then there's no issue. Yeah. But it's not happening. My yoni is not getting wet through that type of yang sex. No. Hard, fast, quick, um, a lot of friction, a lot of intensity. There's not enough relaxation yeah. for my yoni to soften and open and lubricate. Yeah. So I need that type of sex as well. Yeah. Um, before I'm actually ready for anything that is more um, high intensity. Yeah. 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 We need a good right. hour of preparation for <laughs> mm-hmm. that. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Huh. Is there anything before we wrap up? Is there anything else that you want to say about yin sexuality? I think we might have s- we've, said, we've said the most a lot. of it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, only that say my website and what yes, are some of the offerings definitely, that are on my website do. that people can have a look at uh, so the website is yinsexuality.com mm-hmm. and if you go onto the website and sign up to my mailing list you get a free partner meditation practice which is really great intro into yin sexuality and how to do that style of sex with a partner mm-hmm. and I've also got lots of free videos on there um, you can explore this process on your own or with your partner um, online just by yourself or with my tuition as well. So there's lots of different packages depending mm-hmm. on kind of how much time you've got and how much you want to spend. So hopefully I'm catering to, you know, as many people as possible mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, and I highly, highly recommend doing that (laughs) go and do it because this work will yeah it will open you up it will rejuvenate you in your whole life right Mm -hmm. you know it's Mm -hmm. not just about sex it's how that type of sex that type of yin experience and connection and intimacy and pleasure will bleed into the rest of your life totally yeah and will affect your your whole being yeah and and those around you Totally. And I think, yeah, prioritizing pleasure in your relationship, it just lubricates everything and makes everything feel so much more easier. You have less conflict. Definitely. Things seem to harmonize more. You'll be nicer to your kids. Yeah. You'll be better to deal with at work. Yep. You know, everything seems to just be more lubricated and flow better when you have more pleasure in your life. So it's worth it. It's one hundred percent worth investing it. the time yeah. and the energy and the money. Yeah, do it. To do it. Yeah, yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like when you look at kind of everything that's happening in the world, um, yeah, like a good dose of love and pleasure mm-hmm. does not go amiss. No, no, we we kind of need more of this in the world. Yep. Yeah, we absolutely do. Everything, you know, so much of what's fucked in the world right now is because of this really yang energy, this growth, mm. goal orientated, penetrative. <laughs> too much of a focus taking on that, for sure. Way too much of that and not enough softening, not enough flow, openness, receiving. We need yeah. to, yeah, we need to recreate the balance within ourselves yeah. and therefore within yeah. within the world around us i think yeah it's just we'll about start bringing with you. back the balance yeah, yeah. we've yeah. got a bit out of whack yeah yeah definitely <laughs> oh thank you so much ellie it's yeah, been right. awesome it's talking about this you. yeah i i just love everything that you're offering to the world oh, and i rate it 100 percent. Mm-hmm. like i just think it's so so essential mm. for for everyone that we we get in touch with this this energy and start expressing it and feeling it more. I think it's deeply healing Mm. and yeah, I think we, we all need it. So thank you. Yeah. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to you about it all. Yeah. It's something that's really close to my heart. Yeah. Thanks Ellie. You're most welcome. Okay. Bye everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. This was Nude with Mercy J. If you'd like to support me in bringing you more delicious content, then please do click the link in my bio or go to redcircle.com slash nude slash donations. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback about this episode, then please do contact me at nudepodcastnz at gmail.com.